Hey y'all, it's Lindsay. Hey, and I'm Chase, and welcome to the Attained State of Mind podcast. We value the humanistic ability not only to change one's body through health and fitness, but also reaching new heights in mental and spiritual growth. So if you have questions on how to improve your well-being in all walks of life and attain your goals and dreams, this is the podcast for you. So this is the Attained State of Mind podcast, and we hope you enjoy. Oh, lady. We're on. Oh, okay. (laughs) You feel like you should be like three, two, one. Nah, that's not how we roll around here. Let's roll. Hi, guys. Uh, Number dos. Numero dos. Yep. Um, so attain state of mind podcast number two, drop in to your platforms. That's right. Yep. We are really going to try to focus on pumping one of these out maybe once a week. Yes. Hopefully at least bi-weekly. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I thought you were going to be like overzealous. I was like by yourself then. So we're going to be doing one of these every single day for at least an hour. Uh, if you have any recommendations on topics, please just uh, contact us. (laughs) This will be therapy for us. I hope you're just there to enjoy the ride. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so at least bi-weekly, I think, is, yeah. a, is a good frame. If we can do Quite it once weekly. a week, that would be great. I like to do this. It's kind of fun. It's, it's, it's therapeutic. Honestly, it really is fun. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's a good outlet for us. Um, okay, so, you know, we're a lifestyle company, but we don't just focus on health and fitness. It's overall well-being. This podcast is not just going to be on diet and exercise i mean the first yeah we told our story this week we're going to do um a topic called the duct tape method and we'll get into that in a little bit but i just wanted to drop that little hint that you know in the coming podcast we have kind of a list running that we're going to cover the medical aspect um from my standpoint of um you know how obesity can affect longevity of life and chronic medical conditions and um, all of that kind of stuff and then we're also going to cover you know, Chase is really passionate about mental health and how uh, exercise and nutrition um, directly correlate with that. So I just kind of wanted to throw that little nugget out there. Um, if specifically this isn't for you, hang tight because I, I do personally feel like this podcast can benefit every single person in some way. I 100% agree with that. This is going to cover so many different things. And, and I love that you talked about the medical side of of health and fitness and and how dieting can kind of implement some of those negative side effects and yeah 100 percent. the mental health side of things is, is going to be good especially when it comes to metabolic adaptation down regulation of hormones which causes you yeah. know some some different things of like depression anxiety but, uh, anyway that's a, that's we a podcast we can't do related. it right now i was no, gonna say here we go well, like now we're getting into our chase, passions and, we're, and now we just want to dive chase into and it, the metabolic adaptation our clients are probably like uh, delete they cut, are so tired of me hearing that I but it's like an it's an epidemic anyway i'm, I'm not okay. even gonna go in on, on that no, rant please don't but on. yeah so this is this podcast is going to be on the duct tape method and what really that is is what hap- i mean what do you think about when you think of duct tape temporary fix it's a quick fix Yep. If you have a hole you need to plug up, if you have something you need to bond together for an hour or two, duct tape's going to work. Yep. The same can be applied when you think about diet and nutrition. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what this, this podcast is going to be, a health and fitness kind of related topic. Yeah. Because so many people do this. So. I mean, I would say... In, in our experience, okay, and then again, this whole situation that we talk about this is directly correlated also 
Chase and my, you know, Chase and I's personal experience with these um, programs or these plans. I mean, like Chase was saying in the previous podcast, we had he had tried for years to try to do something and and you know not being rude or anything, but just failed. No, be rude. No, <laughs> I'm saying failed <laughs> at at being successful in that. And and after some research, it's not your fault. You don't learn anything by doing that. So anyway. Um, oh, and, th- and I think that's the problem is like, for one, people are uneducated about the subject. <coughs> we were like that for so long and we yeah. just didn't understand. And when you're uneducated and we'll just, you know, spell Dr. Pepper everywhere. So that's good. Uh, Dr. Pepper zero. We do not drink our calories <laughs> around here. Cheers. But when we're uneducated, we are very vulnerable to good marketing. And that's the problem with new, especially nutrition and fitness based articles. Yeah. It's so well marketed. I mean, everything is get abs in 60 days, Yes. fast for 162 hours, and you know what's l- funny? lose 30 pounds. And, and ev- I mean, like, everybody is looking for the quick fix. I really think that's what we mean by the duct tape method. Yeah. Because everybody wants instant gratification, instant satisfaction. Nobody really wants to think about the journey mm-hmm. of where they really want to go and how long that's actually going to take and mm-hmm. the right process of doing that. If they're like, if I can cut corners then that's what I want to do. And yeah. the problem around that is that when you try to cut corners and then when you buy in on things that most of the time sound too good to be true, right. like get abs in two weeks or like 60-second abs, that's why, like, think about how popular P90X and Insanity is. Mm-hmm. Thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people around the world do these programs. How many people do you know personally that have actually had success on that? Zero. Yeah, a um, couple things off of that. One, it's funny that you were saying that. Like, it, it, it they like hone, they know how to market um, to the population, specifically women, right? Absolutely. Okay, so Women's Health Magazines, Cosmo, People, that's where you're going to see those ads flip through towards the end um, of a 30-day fast or a 30-day cleanse. And it's so funny because one of our clients who has previously done all of these things um, – sent that to me and the message she was like this physically makes me really upset because people believe this and it was me previously thinking that this was going to work and it may have lost me four pounds and then I gained it all back and I and I constantly am in this this situation and I'm like she finally now sees it like she doesn't see it as oh that's my way to like you know lose all this weight and and again this is our personal experience with things but we're going to we're going to talk about the most popular ones out here and it it may be some things that you guys do or tried and, and again nothing against that but for us personally and for the longevity of, of our situations Chase has been doing this since we said what 2 3 years now um it's not long term and the reason why uh, behind that is because it doesn't teach you how to do it long term and it's not sustainable for instance there's a, a Octavia is a diet out right now where a lot of people that I know do it. A lot of people that I know have had a success on it. I almost did it. I almost hit check out when I was, I think I was seven months postpartum. I was struggling. Um, I breastfed for five months. Whoever said breastfeeding makes you lose weight, good for them, but not this one, okay? Like I held on to at least 15 pounds just to sustain that milk supply. So I was desperate. I was 15 pounds heavier than I'd ever been in my entire life. I didn't understand. I really wasn't eating more than 2,000 calories at the time. I really wasn't. I mean, you know, Chase, Chase gets on to me all the time. He's like, you know, that's more than a serving. Or like I wasn't tracking it. But I'm pretty good about intuitive eating. Um, 
and it wasn't moving. So a friend of mine reached out and I almost did it. And guys, it literally, you eat maybe 800 calories a day total. Absolutely hot trash. Maybe at the most. And I know that for a fact because the fuelings are 100 calories each. You get five a day and then you get one lean and green at night. Um, and that's about 300, 350 calories or so. And again, people have great success on it because you have no choice but to lose weight. But guess what? You can't work out. They market that. You cannot work out while you do that. And you know why? It's because you're in such a caloric deficit that if you worked out on top of that, you would be into dangerously low levels at the, at the risk of, of medical, needing medical help. And again, this is nothing against that company, the people that have had success on it. Like I said, I have tons of friends. It's just things that have not worked for us. And the reason why it doesn't work is because who can sustain that for the long term and not have metabolism issues that we're seeing that Chase and I are personally having to coach off of how many clients right now. We have eight, 18 or so people. I mean, how many of them are we having to do this for? Yeah. Um, over half. Over half. Quite a bit of them. And yeah. uh, no, I'm completely okay with being not nice about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like trying to like tiptoe around the subject because I really don't want people to think that I'm I am being, I'm, I'm truly not. I just want to be educated. And from a medical standpoint of it, we know that that is way below the metabolic needs to sustain life. It's just yeah, not going to no, work. I mean, I'll definitely get into it. I'll be a little mean about it. But okay, uh, okay so um, the dietary recommendation, uh, caloric intake for a 12 year old girl mm -hmm. is 1200 calories. These companies are giving full grown adults. Yeah. With a busy lifestyle, who are mothers, mm -hmm. who are trying to take care of their family, they're giving them 800 calories. Who a are day. obese? Number one, overweight and Correct. obese. Who's their caloric intake would be way more than that just by their total BMI. Let's already talk about that. Yeah, so I mean, <coughs> not just like singling out um, Octavia in general, but Octavia, Advocare, Weight Watchers. So basically, the whole idea around a diet is to be in a caloric deficit. If you're in a caloric deficit, you're going to lose weight. These companies are just mainly doing this at an extreme rate because people see a lot of success extremely early. Correct. And I have a lot. So I have a rule now uh, that I like to tell everybody. If a, if a diet, if you're approached by a diet in some sort of marketing or somebody is telling you about it, if the diet doesn't have an exit strategy, mm -hmm. it's hot trash. If you what do you mean by that? Because you need to explain no, that. No, for sure. Okay. So it, by an exit strategy. So here's the thing. And... I guess we can go into um, why do diets fail so often. Mm -hmm. So the the real research behind it, and this is not just like a, a a statistic that we're pulling out. This is this is factual data that people have that scientists have <laughs> have it is really. A stat. That's what it that is. It is a stat. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's not just an opinion. Right. Yeah. So ninety five percent of diets fail, yeah. and that's not to say that ninety five percent of people you know don't lose weight because a lot of people do. Yeah. A lot of people are successful with diets, but here's the thing is. If a diet doesn't have an ex exit strategy, right. then 95% of people all gain all the weight back, sometimes even more, more, because they don't understand how to transition out of a dieting phase. Correct. And if you're on systems like Avocare, Octavia, um, Weight Watchers, those Prove are- it, juice cleanse. Yeah. Th Three-day fast, 60-hour fast. It's going to tank your metabolism. Yes. It's going to downregulate all your hormones. You have potential of um, having thyroid issues and having Terrible. all- Hair, yeah, I mean, all of your hormones are downregulated. Yeah. Even your hunger hormones are downregulated. So you're eating little, but you're not hungry, and that is a sign of devastation. Yeah. Your body is just in fight-or-flight mode. So 
whenever they stop dieting, they start to eat what they used to. Mm -hmm. They gain all the weight back. And then now they think the only way that they can lose weight is to do, do that again. again. And that's and, the and thing. And that's the, the vicious cycle of the yo-yo dieting and fad diets. And people just get caught into this thing because they don't they don't want to learn the information for themselves. They, they want well, somebody to be told what yeah, to do. Yeah, and that's it's what easier. we do, though. I mean, that's what we do. You know, that's, that's what our business is. But to be fair, um, it's taken us years to learn everything and to try and fail, try mm -hmm. and fail. And even with Chase, you know, doing all this research and us both getting, um, you know, certificates and, and this studying of that, I mean, it's just we are doing this because we want to give as much of our knowledge that we can to other people to help them sustain this for the rest of their life, okay? And, like, I see it every single day. And, again, this is a pod podcast subject. He's passionate about mental health. I'm so passionate about being able to reduce hypertension and get somebody off their medication just by diet and exercise. Like, that, to me, I literally feel like I've won the day whenever I am able to educate on that. Um, talking about diabetes and the chronic, you know, conditions that come from that, chronic kidney failure. Um, you're going to be, you could possibly be on dialysis. You could possibly lose your limbs. I mean, what, I, I just, you know, it's one of those things where we just, there, to me, that that's no, there's no choice but to make it a lifestyle. Yeah. And that's what we do. Um, this is why attained athletics, in my opinion, is going to change lives and work in the long run is because Chase and I um, are teaching people how to not only give us their feedback, we require a weekly check-in from them on their mental state, their energy levels, their stress levels, but also if they can, if they went off plan, why did they go off plan? And that verbalizes from them what their their problem was during the weekend, and then they tell me how they could correct it. And to me, that's just a huge, and we've talked to clients about it, that's a huge, like, stepping stone. It's because they are able to realize what they did that could have been done better, and then they correct it moving forward. And specifically, one of our people has just, like, you know, made a, like, complete – 180 on that and is just like so committed so dedicated now like macros every single day like it just it it changes lives and it's because we're teaching people how to do this for the long term like if you come off with us from plan we give you an exit strategy you've learned how to track macros you've learned how to do a nutrition plan yourself you learn how to do all this stuff to where you aren't coming off of that and this is exactly what happens in bodybuilding and you can talk about this chase is you did this coming off of a, of a cut previously you know you don't reverse diet and how much weight i mean alex toplin i think he talked about that on his um instagram his first show he gained 20 pounds in two days uh yeah i mean that's that's completely it, it happens a lot yeah it, especially for uh contest uh, bodybuilders prep preppers athletes. yeah oh uh, and no that was a really solid plug baby um yeah i love everything that you just said well, i was just being honest i just i you know I mean, it's just one of those things yeah, where... Yeah, and, uh, and I think that's a, the perfect transition, perfect little pivot point <laughs> to, to say that we don't have the the secret, like, sauce. We, we don't... We <laughs> don't get lost in the sauce. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have, like, the the magic pill that is going to get you where you want to go. Don't you we, wish? Yeah, oh, I wish. <laughs> we just have a... I, I like to call it, like, a very detailed recipe. Like, mm -hmm. all the ingredients have to have to be in line. Have to be weighed out accurately, and then like yeah. the thing about it is, it, it might take a little bit of time to make this recipe with a bunch of different ingredients. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you want the end result to be good, you have to put the work into it. I'm so and into food. This sounds like whenever you're talking about this recipe, <laughs> I'm sitting here being like, that sounds like Toll House cookies. Like yeah, I have a problem. I, yeah, I'm a I'm 
a week and a half into prep, so I'm kind of hungry already. Yeah. But yeah, so like we don't have the magic pill, and and that's the thing when it comes to like the strategy that we like to we like to give our clients the opportunity to pick what they want to do, and at the end of the day, we don't care if you're if you do keto, paleo, whatever. If you found something that works for you, who are we to say that you can't do that? Do we have reservations about it? Of course, because the thing about it is, is dieting is already hard enough as it is. If you take something like keto and and then you say you know, you can't have one major macronutrient, Yeah. then you've made it even harder because you've cut out 33% of all foods. So now you just have to, to be even more stressed out about finding things to eat. And the thing about humans is, like, we're so defiant by nature. Oh, and yeah. I mean, if you think about, like, when we were kids. Diet like, rebellion. Yeah, if somebody <laughs> told you not to do something, that's the only thing you want to do. And it's the thing, yeah. it's the same, every time we ask somebody, like, oh, you did keto, that's cool, like, how did you like it? They were like, oh, I liked it. I, you know, I, I lost a good bit of weight on there. I'm like, oh, cool, so, like, you were in a caloric deficit, that's great, you lost some weight. What happened afterwards? They were like, well, I gained a lot of weight back. And I'm like, well, why do you think that was? Like, what, what happened during the process? Or, like, what did you, what did you do when you were on keto? They were like, oh, well, I mean, I cut out all carbs, and I cut out, like, all flours and sweets and everything. I'm like, oh, okay. What did you think about the entire time you were dieting? They were like, well, carbs and, and flour and sweets. I'm like, oh, what was the first thing that you ate when you stopped doing keto? C- carbs and flours and, and sweets. I'm like, exactly. Yeah. Because, like, you when, you limit you, when you limit your ability to eat mm. a certain food group, it's the only thing you're going to think you about. Like unless that. you're super just dedicated and focused. Because keto has a lot of health benefits. Um, yeah, but we even know keto people that do diet breaks. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things that's – Again, Chase and I have, I mean, I've, d- I've personally done a, a modified keto um, 2018. I did one before I went to my friend's wedding. Um, it was about, it was modified. I'm talking like 100 grams of carbs is, is modified for me. Okay, like keto people are like. It was just low carb then. Low carb, yeah. To me, it was keto. Okay? Under 50 Under is f- I technically, yeah. I guess, keto. I've never done Weight Watchers. My sister-in-law has. Haley has had great success with Weight Watchers. Um you know, I mean, it's just one of those things. But, again, I think that's why that Chase kind of hit the nail on the head there. He requires people to tell him what their thoughts are on it or, like, what happened in that. And that makes them verbalize what the issue was and how to correct it. And, again, that's something that, to me, is, like, so special about the way that, like, he coaches. And, of course, like, I coach in the same way. But – specifically him it's like it's just interesting to me that you require people to verbalize what went wrong and like my dad used to do this with me with ball my pitching I had to tell him like what was wrong with that and if you can if you can tell you like you can verbalize what was wrong with it yourself you're instantly going to fix it like there's Mm -hmm. your there's that's the biggest problem I love that yeah it's like what what did I do wrong I'm going to fix it and you just fixed it by telling me what you did I didn't even have to do anything I was just like wow thank you for telling me that you just made my job easier you know Mm mm-hmm it's people are a lot smarter than a lot of other people give them credit well for. It just, just takes thinking about it. Yeah, and it, finding and the problem. It's just, um, again, it's we're not. <clears throat> I don't want people to come for us <laughs> because we're going in on this. It's just what we've done. I mean, Chase and no, I I'm have cool done all with of every this. Diet. We've done Whole Thirty. Mm. We did Whole Thirty in Richmond. I've done Paleo, so I c- this is personal experience for us. Um, and that's the thing, if you are in a caloric deficit. And you enjoy the foods that you eat, you are going to have success. Yes. But if you Oreos are, and wine. Even if you are in a caloric deficit and you are doing something that you cannot see yourself sustaining for the long term. If you are doing keto 
but you're not going to do keto the rest of your life, what is the point? The the health and the the weight loss benefits of a diet like that do not outweigh the what's going to happen afterwards whenever you get off of that. Right. If you don't have the exit strategy. The so exit the thing strategy. is, is like, we don't care what diet you do. We don't, I mean, if you like to do a certain thing, that's your prerogative. If yeah. you are in a caloric deficit, you will lose weight. But understand, if you can't sustain this for the rest of your life, it's not going to work for you. Right. And, and that's why we do what we do because it, it, it works. It just works. I mean, that's the thing is it sh- we preach 80% whole foods, 20% soul foods. Um, okay. So for me personally, I like Oreo thins. During prep, do I eat Oreo thins? Maybe two. Okay. Like two total. You, you just got to learn how to modify. And that's the thing is you can't go overboard and everything is tracked. Um, I don't, I don't restrict. I, at the end of the day, I feel I, I am. I'm going to be completely transparent here. I have a package of M&Ms almost every single day when I'm at work and it's 240 calories. I know how many carbs, how many proteins, how many fat is in it. And I work my day around that because I personally want that. I need that mid afternoon pick me up again. I'm not, encourage you to do that but it works for me when I'm not on prep if I'm on prep and I'm gonna uh, have a window to go in I'm not gonna do that just like Chase Chase is in a prep he's got 16 weeks or so right now 15 yeah, he I'm eats the same thing every single day at the exact same time at the exact same time and that is what gives him these results to be absolutely peeled that means shredded if you didn't know um so it, it just it's just one of those things it, but it's a lifestyle he does it yeah. for, for 15 weeks and then you come off of it we reverse diet we have an exit strategy to where he doesn't gain 30 pounds back in two days because he doesn't binge. And then and you can man- maintain a lean tone physique yeah. for like year round. And, right. th- and that's the great thing about it is whenever you lose a bunch of weight and then you gain a bunch of weight, what's the point? You just spend all that time dieting right. and then you just gain it all back because in two days, like with no self-control, if you, if you do the thing properly and you put just as much work into your diet or into your reverse as you did your diet, you're going to be able to keep your physique and be able to eat more. And, and that's the great thing about it. Package for the next show or next year's going to be even better. Yeah, for sure. And and that that's something else I want to touch on is like me and Lindsay didn't invent flexible dieting and if it fits your macros. It right. just works for us. And and that's the thing is if you look at every single competition prep athlete, uh, if you look at the people who are standing on stage who have the best physiques in the world, those people follow these strategies. Yep. Because it's easy. It's something they can do year-round. It's something they can do for the rest of their life. It, it it makes it to where they can fuel their body with what they need, 80% whole foods. They can get macro, micronutrients and allow their body to function optimally and how it was intended to run. Mm-hmm. But they can also fit in the things that they love. And and that's what that's the great thing about it. And that's, that's just that's why it works. And I'm – like when we got into this – you know, my thought was, oh, if, you know, if the best physically looking people in the world can do this and have a lot of success, everybody can. I mean. Well, and that's something that, like, I want to touch on. Chase, when this all started, um, and, like, even before, he was like, oh, I just don't have the genetics to look like that. Like, I just don't have the genetics to look like that. I blamed it on everything. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I specifically remember you saying that over and over and over and over again. Um, and he and I have I the same body type, you know, like we we both have love handles, we're both hippie, that kind of thing. Um, but his first cut, he was like, "Wow, um, it, it's all there." Like I just had to lose the fat. 
Yeah, I, I man, I blamed it on everything in the world. Yeah. And it just came down to I was lazy. I didn't want to put the work in. And let's keep in mind, too, your parents did a, a thing back in, the, like, the, what, 90s? Body for life, Body yeah. for life, and they were freaking shredded. Mm-hmm. Your mom, six-pack, your dad, six-pack. Like, they mm-hmm. were lean as machines. And I'm like, you've got the genetics, but here I am being over here thick and living my <laughs> best life. Like, I don't care. <laughs> and that's another thing we need to dive into is, um, like, in a future podcast is just finding your why. Like, why do you want to do yeah. this? W- what's going to make you actually get over the hump and that's a whole different tell day yourself that's a whole podcast. Yeah, we need to write that down. Yeah. Okay, so we're getting close to the thirty minute mark, so I wanted okay. to go ahead and jump on the questions. Um, I did this on Instagram, so I, and Facebook. Um, I did it kind of late on Facebook tonight, but anyway, first one. This is a client of ours. How do you do groceries and prep process? Um, groceries, Walmart pickup. Chase and I are creatures of habit. Again, like I said, he's on a 14-and-a-half-week prep from this point forward. He eats the exact same thing at the exact same time every day for 14 weeks. That part of that is very easy. I'm a, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care to eat the same foods every day. It doesn't bother me. So we eat ground turkey, ground venison, chicken, turkey burgers, all that. We have a grocery list that we put together, and it's about the same thing every single week. Chase goes and gets it. If there's anything I want to add on, which I, I don't because I don't know how to cook, then he might would add it on. Um, but literally, that's it. And then he's just started prepping all of our stuff on the Blackstone. Yeah, and when, when it comes to grocery shopping, I am obsessed oh, with I can't going go. into the store I can't go. and looking at nutrition labels because a lot of it makes you laugh. When you actually <laughs> – when you get to understand nutrition labels, it's really funny, especially when it comes to keto products. Whenever you look at, like, keto, keto bread, bread or keto cereal, Ooh. it's like yeah. you look at it and you know keto is high fat, low carb. And yeah. then you look at it and you're like, this has this has two grams of fat and it has 14 grams of carbs and six grams of protein. How does that make it keto? Net. Right. That's they they subtract the net. dietary fiber out of it. Right. Um, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, that's yeah. where that's what I do when I go grocery shopping. So I just go to the store. Uh, we, we shop at Walmart. And I go and walk around each aisle and I look at things that look good and something that I might want. And then I look at the nutrition label and say, is this worth getting? If if I get like a condiment that's 180 calories per serving, absolutely I'm not going to get that. I'll find an alternative that's a lower calorie. And that's when you really start to get to understand foods, when you start to understand things that you're putting in your shopping cart. Understand nutrition labels. And that's going to like help so much in the long run, especially when it comes down to tracking your food. Yeah. So I love to go in and just perimeter of the grocery store. We mainly buy, um, we at all times keep frozen, frozen vegetables. We don't buy fresh veggies at all. We keep everything. We frozen. have to have convenience. Yeah. It's, it's a way of life at this point. However, we're going to, you know, he does everything on a Blackstone. Now, um, our chicken, my ground Turkey, I eat 93, seven ground Turkey. Um, he gets the huge pack of chicken breasts, cuts them up into strips or cubes them maybe mm-hmm. before, Blackstones them, and then um, some veggie fried rice for me, cauliflower. I mean, just just different things. But the broccoli, the call, the um, Brussels, all that gets cooked the same day because that would go bad quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but meats are always prepped. That's my biggest advice: prep your meat mm-hmm. for an easy to throw it in the microwave, and then then vegetable or then microwave your your side for your carbs because that's the biggest thing for me. Is it's got to be done, or I'm getting Chick Fil A. Yeah, that's my. I mean, seriously. Yeah, and that's 
that's actually going to be another podcast. <laughs> well, we're N- not now. not Chick Fil A, yeah. But like how to be successful, it's just like you just have to give that little bit extra. Yeah. You just have to do just a, a tiny bit more to be to to do the things you want to do to be to get where you want to go, because meal prep really isn't hard. It do, it doesn't take a long time when you start to understand it. Meal so prep was a lot easier without a kid. I mean, it was it a was Sunday. We would so go to church, yeah. come home. We had a set routine. He and I would both prep at the exact same time. We're both working on something. Meal prep might have taken us two hours together total in the kitchen prior. All of our meals done, everything weighed out. Now I don't even prep my food anymore. I just make turkey, and I grab the bird's eye cauliflower rice. Oh, when, once you get it down to, like, a science, and you can cook multiple things at one mm-hmm. time and then weigh everything out, you can get everything done in an hour mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, if you just want to put your proteins in the in the oven – Put sweet potatoes in the oven, put rice in the microwave, have everything kind of going at one time. Yeah. You can get it done in an hour, and people are like, oh, I don't have an hour. If you have an hour to sit down and watch, you know, four episodes of Netflix at night, you have time to meal prep once a week. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Okay. So, a friend of mine says, uh, thoughts on intermittent fasting, not for the long term. Personally, I love intermittent fasting. Um, Chase does too. Whenever Riley's breath really stinks, I'm so sorry. It's right in my face. Wow. That might have been a tweet. Did you smell that? <laughs> no, I okay. Don't. He just came over here to cheat on me and then walked away. Okay. Anyway, we love intermittent fasting. Um, I personally don't see anything wrong with it for a long term. If you're like me and you like to eat, um, I, I love breakfast. So that's why I can't. it doesn't work for me is because I want to eat within 30 minutes of waking up. I, like I truly love eating a breakfast item. Um, however, deep into prep, Whenever I'm very hungry and I only have a certain amount of calories I'm working with, I'm still going to eat the same amount of calories I would have eaten if I started at 7, but I get to eat them in a shorter amount of time, which means I'm fuller. So it's a mind trick. So there's personally nothing wrong with it as long as you're still getting those calories in. As long as you're not in a caloric deficit that's super dangerous and your body and the metabolism is like, oh, I just can't eat anymore. You can't do that. So you got to monitor everything, track everything, make sure you're not under eating. It's, it's just a tool that really helps accelerate your dieting process and allowing you to um, trick your mind into being more full, but you're eating the same amount. You hit the nail on the head when you said it's a tool yeah. because that's exactly what it is. And, and that, that's another thing that was really marketed to be more than what it was. And right, it, it's only a tool to decrease the window when you eat. It's not going to speed up your metabolism. It's not going to make you lose fat faster. It's just going to make you eat less calories in the morning, which mm-hmm. lets you eat more in the afternoon it makes you less hungry. Right. So, yeah, when I get deeper into prep and I'm eating less calories, I'm definitely going to use intermittent fasting because it's going to be easier for me not to eat in the morning than it is for me not to eat later at night. Right. And that's the thing is when it comes to intermittent fasting, there, there's always a caveat when it comes to health and fitness. Like if you work out in the morning and your workouts are suffering, then intermittent fasting is not for you. You need to eat before yeah. you go to work that's out. That's me. One hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean, there, it, it's definitely on an individual basis, but there's there's nothing wrong with no and, and coffee for me. Like I'm also a, I have to have coffee when I wake up. Um, again, but for me, if I'm get it, if I'm if I'm intermittent fasting and I drink my coffee um in the mornings, that helps me. Um, even though if I put sugar free almond milk in it, I don't that I don't breaks the fast. Whatever. But nobody it's, cares. It's like it's shut up. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it does help me. Um, as far as like feeling like I can prolong that fast even longer. Like, if I do that and I get it in my mind and I get busy at work, I could prolong it till 12. Mm. Once I open that, though, once I take that seal off, 
it's like Game a over. bottomless pit. And that's the problem for me with that. Is that like I want to eat all my foods at one time and then I'm done. Yeah, all your, my your hunger hormones sitting. are it's building like an throughout this entire time. Right. And then it's just like I'm, I want to do this now. Right. So that's probably all we have time for. It. We're about 31 minutes in. Let's so. do one more. Oh, one more. Okay. Um, We have a – I want to learn more about counting macros. So – um, you want to just do it. Attainedathletics.com. Yeah. <laughs> so quick little rundown on that. What are macros? Protein, carbs, fat. Okay. We count macros, your total caloric intake for the day, right? When we say calorie deficit, that's really what matters the most. Protein, carbs, fat. Protein is four calories per gram. Carbs is four calories per gram. Fat is nine calories per gram. That's why in foods that are higher in fat, um, are going to be higher in calories. Okay, that's how you get to be a higher caloric food. Um, Chase really spent a freak ton of time on making that um, masterclass on nutrition. I would encourage everyone. It's on our website, attainedathletics.com. Masterclass on on dieting. Um, it is literally everything you could ever want to know about macros ever in life. Like starting with the basic of what is a calorie, like the nutritional definition, all the way up to reverse dieting. He covers every single part of it. Um, and it truly is, like, the best investment. If, if you didn't get anything else, I'd say get that. Yeah, if you are somebody that is a go-getter and you're like, I want, like, I just, like need, a di- uh, I just need a direction. And, yeah. th- and a lot of people, that's the case. Yeah. They just need the information and then they're like, I got this. Mm-hmm. If that's you, the master class is the way to go. It's going to teach you anything and everything that you need to know about diet, nutrition, the whole thing. So, if we just don't person. eat, and it, he teaches you how to calculate your own. That's just the difference in our coaching clients versus that. Is that we, um, the coaching is truly a one-on-one situation. Chase and I are, are deep diving into everybody's diaries and uh, trackings and everything. We we adjust everything ourselves based on our goals. So, and that's the thing about macros is every single body in the world is different. Everybody has a different set of caloric yeah. values, and their intake is going to be different. Their mac their macro percentages are going to be different based on their body type so yeah that's the thing is is macros are extremely important when it comes to yes diet and nutrition everybody that is fits all or one all whatever that saying is like that's the biggest thing that drives me crazy about macro calculator one shoe fits all what is that what was the saying (laughs) i forgot i don't know one size yeah one size oh sorry um haha um it's not it's very very specific i mean i remember back in 2018 whenever i was in the middle of um a cut and i had lost probably 10 pounds or so and people were at work were like oh can you like help me with mine and i, I mean I, it would take me 10 minutes to calculate i, I would hand calculate mm-hmm. it right 10 minutes to calculate it and they're like what are all these numbers i'm like this is what your macros are like this is very specific to you like this is specific to how aggressive we want to be like it's not just a one size fits all yeah. well then once you figure out your your macros for your body Usually it gives you re- a recommendation of what your maintenance calories is. Maintenance calories, maintenance macros, what you can eat to not gain or lose weight, just to be in the maintaining phase. Yeah. Then once you know your macros, you have to know what to do with them. You have to know how much to subtract to be in a caloric deficit, how to create a further caloric deficit by either restricting food intake or increasing your cardio. Yep. Or if you want to gain muscle and, and you want to get into a surplus, you got to be in a caloric surplus to be able to do that. So you really got to understand what macros are, yep. what your macro numbers are, and then how to adjust them depending on what your goals are. Yeah. And the, the cool thing about it is macros change. Because I was, when I first started this, I was eating like 12, 1400 calories or something. And Oof. macros were low. Now, when I'm in the off season, I eat over 3000 3, calories and macros are super high. And so 
they can change. You just got to understand what works best for your body and really how to adjust them. No fat, no fat gain that too, guys. Like that's what's the crazy part is he's able to do that. I'm able to do that. I've increased my. And you're able to do that as well. Oh, yes. I've currently done it with what? 400 increase over the past, what, four weeks? And so your reverse has been wild. Not gaining any weight. So I'm about to go into this cut. Woohoo. Oreos for life. Okay. I think that's it. <laughs> cool. Well, no, no, thank you all so much for tuning in to episode number two. And we have a list of things that we want to talk about, but we also want to hear from you guys. We want this to be an interactive process with the people who are going to invest in us. So yeah, let us know if there's anything that y'all would want us to talk about or if you have questions that you want us to answer at the end of these, yeah. feel free to reach out. And Anything goes on those too, guys. It's not just to do with this. Yeah. All right. Well, attained state of mind episode two signing off thanks guys Boom. hey everyone we hope you enjoyed the podcast if you're interested in becoming a part of the attained athletics family you can find us on instagram and at our website attainedathletics.com and stay tuned for more